Okay. By no no less than a miracle, um, I hooked all this stuff up and it's actually working properly. I didn't have to turn any light switches or anything on. Um, it is uh, June 23rd. Uh, pretty obvious why I felt so compelled to um, record after... Uh, two months. Last show I did was April 9th. Um, I have it pulled up here. The full, the full article, argument, whatever it's called, uh, from the Supreme Court. Um, not gonna summarize what it says before I read it because I'm just gonna read what it says. Um, and then I'll jump on Twitter and see what all the, uh, scholars are saying um and i say that sarcastically um so before i record this let me just say um i i do um and you know some people won't even agree with this and that's fine because you know it's it's whatever um i do fully agree with you know people having guns um I just don't really agree or understand the reasoning why people need to uh, leave the house with them. Um, I sarcastically posted a photo of these cookies that I bought on my way home today. And in very small print, right underneath the box, I wrote um, that I, I didn't need a, a gun to feel safe while I was buying these. Um, I, I think... Uh, I don't know. There's kind of a lot of layers to this, um, at least in my head, because I think that to, I mean, if you want to carry a gun while you're out in public, um, I mean, you know, I, I guess it's like, a. I mean, it's obviously a, a, a preference, right? Um, you know, some people live in areas where they feel like they're not safe. Um, you want to carry a gun. I mean, you know, if, if that's your reasoning, um, you know, it might be viewed as paranoid, whatever. Um, but for me, my, my thoughts are like, I don't really need it when I'm out. Um, but, you know, if you're vulnerable and you're home in the middle of the night and someone breaks in, that I, I can't see any argument for why it wouldn't be, you know, a convenient thing to possess inside your house. Um, New York's had its own laws for quite some time. Um, and just like Johnny Depp's bed, those got shit on today by the conservative majority Supreme Court, which really quick, um, I have a, a handful of things that I could say about the way that the Supreme Court runs. Um, I think with most politicians, I mean, we didn't vote for any of these people. Um, and then you got, you know, all the politicians from states that, sorry if this offends anyone, states that no one really gives a shit about, um, states that have low, you know, scores for education. And, um, you know, they seem to be the most vocal and at the same time, the most seemingly irrelevant um 
so I, I do think that it's kind of a big deal that this happened. Um, with the Supreme Court, it's, what, nine people. Um, and it, they got a, a conservative majority. I think that if they really wanted true balance, that they would consistently have uh, five conservative judges, five Democrat judges. Um, and then, you know, at least if... You know, it was something like this where, you know, maybe they land on a five. five. I mean, look at it this way. A, a jury has 12 people in it typically, um, and it never goes off majority. They need a, a complete consensus on, excuse me, they need a, a complete consensus on a, a ruling before they make it. Um, so I don't understand why the Supreme Court, which makes like all these important decisions, why they aren't. A, a, an even number um, in respect to um, the the two parties that are involved in appointment to that group. Um, I also don't think that a bunch of old people should be making decisions for the country. Um, you know, a, aside from, you know, talking about term limits and all that kind of stuff. Um I think at a certain point there should just be a cutoff with that said, with the whole age thing, um, you know, Biden wouldn't be president. That's totally fine. Um, but all these Supreme court judges making decisions like this when they're going to die of natural causes and, you know, the next 15, 20 years just because of their age, um, you know, and then leave us to clean up the mess is, I just think it's ridiculous. And, you know, even with the Constitution, it was written like 200 years ago. Um, the, the world was completely different then. Um, and I think for people to, there's this thing that I saw, um, and let me just pull up the, the straight definition for it. And I never even heard of this. And when I saw it, I thought it was the dumbest fucking thing that I'd ever seen. Um, the term is originalism, um, and by definition in law, it's a type of judicial interpretation of a constitution, especially the U.S. Constitution, that aims to follow how it would have been understood or was intended to be understood at the time it was written. Um, the principle or belief that a text should be interpreted in a way consistent with how it would have been understood or was intended to be understood at the time it was written. Um, so, you know... It's funny because in trying to be consistent with the Constitution, um, which I guess I would agree that this ruling is technically consistent, um, it's just it's simply it's just fucking stupid because, like I said, this thing was written hundreds of years ago. Um, I got into an argument on Instagram with a handful of people uh, under Matthew McConaughey's one of his posts of when he was at the White House speaking after the uh, school shooting in Uvalde. Um, and there was some woman that was trying to argue that, you know, people had cannons and mortars and these uh, guns that you'd crank that would fire hundreds of bullets every few minutes. And I'm like, okay, that's great. But um, that was back then when you had to like f fucking pour metal to make bullets versus now where you can just go to the store, 
buy as much as you want and then, you know, swing by your local school on the way home. Um, it's a different time. And so for us to, uh, kind of rely on, or at least for a a certain population of people to rely, um, on this document as if it were, you know, something truly special and legitimate. Um, it's just silly. And to, to think that there's nothing in there that, um, reasonable people could sit down and read it and reinterpret it and, you know, dig deeper and uh, apply more context to it, to how the world operates today. Um, you know, it would just make sense, but you know, that's obviously not the world that we live in. We're all fully aware of that. Um, yeah. So let me read this and I'm going to see how long this thing is. Obviously, you know, filled with a bunch of fucking words that doesn't need to be filled with. Um, holy Christ, this is really long. I, I'm not reading this whole thing. I, I don't think I'd be sitting here until I fucking died. Um, it's just funny, you know. They appoint all these people because they really like this one document. <clears throat> it's probably so faded that you can't even read it anymore. Okay, um, October term, 2021, Supreme Court of the United States, syllabus, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association um, versus Bruin, Superintendent of New York State Police, blah, blah, blah. Uh, argued November 3rd, 2021, decided June 23rd, 2022. Uh, State of New York makes it a crime to possess a firearm without a license, whether inside or outside the home, as it should. An individual who wants to carry a firearm outside his home may obtain an unrestricted license to have and carry a concealed pistol or revolver if he can prove that proper cause exists for doing so. Uh, New York penal law, whatever the fuck all these symbols mean, 402F, whatever. An applicant satisfies the proper cause requirement only if he can demonstrate a special need for self-protection distinguishable from that of the general community. Uh, Petitioners Brandon Koch and Robert Nash are adult law-abiding New York residents who both applied for unrestricted licenses to carry a handgun in public based on their generalized interest in self-defense. The state denied both of their applications for unrestricted license, allegedly because Koch and Nash failed to satisfy the proper cause requirement. Petitioners then sued respondents, state officials who oversee the process of licensing applications for declaratory and injunctive relief, alleging that respondents violated their Second and Fourteenth Amendment rights by denying their unrestricted license applications for failure to demonstrate a unique need for self-defense. The district court dismissed petitioner's complaint and the Court of Appeals affirmed. Both courts relied on the Second Circuit's prior decision in Kachalski versus County of Westchester, which had sustained New York's proper cause standard, holding that the requirement was substantially related to the achievement of an important governmental interest. Um, so reading that, you know, and then you go on the internet or you're out in public and you hear people having conversations about stuff like this. Um, I, I, and I, I feel like I should kind of rush through this a little bit just cause I turned my air conditioning off and I, I was sitting right next to a vent. I didn't want the mic to pick it up. Um, when you hear people talk about stuff like this, um, and, and you really, 
as a reasonable person, um, and I'm not saying someone who believes they're a reasonable person, but someone who is truly a reasonable person, um, and you hear people make arguments about why they need things or why, you know, certain needs and wants aren't being met, um, how people feel like they're disenfranchised or how they feel like people are coming after them. Um, you know, videos of these Karen type people on the internet screaming that, you know, someone's attacking them or, uh, you know, someone's trying to, you know, sexually assault them, whatever. Um, you know, people standing behind people's cars in parking lots because they didn't park between the lines. So they're calling the police and they're going to have them towed. Just, you know, crazy stuff like that. Um, I think that we, we have way too much confidence in, and again, you're ruling based on what some old document says. Nine old people are ruling based on a 200 year old document. And I think, you know, back in the day, um, and this is going to sound kind of wrong, but I think um, without context, hopefully you can understand what I mean when I say that things are more black and white. Um, life was, I guess, simpler in a sense in that, you know, you couldn't reach someone on the other side of the world in three minutes if you needed to. Um, there's a lot more substance to the world today than there was a few hundred years ago. And I think that making a ruling like this kind of disregards the fact that there's people that exist that shouldn't have this right, um, that are simply going to have this right because they can. Now, I don't know, and I'm going to pull this up really quick. Um, hold on. I'm just going to, I still have the original article open, um, but I'm going to pull a bunch of different things up. I'm pulling up a Fox article. I'm pulling up a CNBC article. I'm pulling up a AP article. Oh, Christ. Fucking shoot me. Um, SCOTUS blog. Sure, we'll pull that one up too. So I got a little, I got a, a few different colors here or flavors. Um, just like with cars, um, just like with voting and some other things that I won't mention, um, that'll get me thrown in the gulag when the Republicans take over the country. Um, there's just some things that most people are allowed to do that there's also a lot of people that shouldn't be allowed to do them. Um, and this is one of those things. Not only should some folks not be able to own guns, but they definitely shouldn't be allowed to leave their home with them. Um, the first problem I think of is normally you see someone walking around with a gun uh, in public and you're like, OK, well, this is clearly a problem. Let me get the fuck out of here. Um, you know, but if people are able to carry outside of their home, um, you know, just like with the people that have cars smothered in bumper stickers or they have flags flying out the back of the bed of their truck. Um, this is a, a topic that's very showy. Um, it's very fetishized you, where you have, you know, politicians taking Christmas card photos where all the kids and the, the husband and the wife and the fucking dog are holding a gun in the photo. Um, there's behaviors that a lot of people exhibit 
for certain things already. Um, kind of as a, you know, some sort of weird, uh, way and need to have showmanship, um, that I think is going to happen with this as well. And I just don't see how it translates into something positive, uh, in the short or long term. Cause you know, the people that are really happy about this, um, from what I've been reading so far or, you know, they're not completely there. Um, and then you have like the usual suspects, the, the Marjorie Taylor, the Lauren Bobbert. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, to simply put it like, I'm fine with people having a gun, guns, whatever, have as many as you want. You can only use one at a time. Um, but something about just allowing people, oh yeah, you can, you don't need a reason to carry it around anymore. Um, you know, all the fights that people get in in public, it could be something as, I was talking to someone about this earlier. It could be something as simple as, you know, uh, someone rear ends you at a, at a traffic light, they get out of the car, they have a gun, um, you know, just cause they can carry it out and about now. Um, and you're saying like, Hey, you fucking hit me. And they're like, well, this is your fault, blah, blah, blah. Things escalate. And the next thing you know, someone pulls out a gun. Um, it's like, okay, yeah, the constitution says it's okay, but that doesn't mean that in, you know, the, the reasonable world that it's okay. Um, you know, look at the people that are cheering for this. It's just, it's strange. I saw this, um, video. Let me play the audio if I can find it. So I guess a British journalist um, asked Marjorie Taylor Greene about uh, this whole thing. Um, he was basically saying, like, you know, we don't have any issues like this in the UK, blah, blah, blah. Um, so let me just pull this up really quick. That's, hold on a sec. And it's our job to defend the Second Amendment. Yeah, we don't have guns in the UK. That is true. But we don't have mass shootings either. Children aren't scared to go to You school. have mass stabbings, lady. You have all kinds of murder. Nothing and you've like got the laws same, against that. Like the same rates well, you can go back to your country and, and worry about your no guns. We like ours here. And it's our job. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, obviously, she's a massive bitch. Um, so is Lauren, but she didn't say anything here. Um, and again, I see a lot of people just saying today, um, that, you know, owning a firearm is a God given right. And I tweeted, um, I I said, what does God given right really mean? Like, let's really think about that phrase and what that means. Um, cause I don't believe that there's any reference in the Bible about firearms. There might be something about, I don't know, like a, a spear or a bow and arrow, or if you want to use David and Goliath as uh, some sort of, you know, uh, firearm adjacent uh, scenario, then I guess, you know, whatever. 
But um, this this is one that really confuses me because I just don't. I think it was yesterday or two days ago that the Supreme Court also made a ruling about something in Maine where they uh, could use public funds for um, religious schools, um, which regardless of what the Constitution says, they said that it was um, some sort of you know discrimination against uh, the school based on religious um, ideas. And... My question there is, um, is if, you know, a, a school that opened up and was teaching like atheist ideas or, uh, Satanism, um, if the Supreme court would be okay with a school like that taking, uh, public funding too. And something tells me that, uh, it, it wouldn't be the same. Um, so yeah, this whole God given rights thing is just strange because I, I don't remember, um, I, I don't know. I, I did go to church when I was young and I just never remember it being mentioned. Um, I, I know that a lot of the, um, you know, TV priests and stuff are all fucked up. Um, and obviously just crooked and perverted. Um, but you know, I think that w- when people talk about God from the Bible, um, it's, it's a different God than what's referred to by these people. Um, and, and it's just, you know, <clears throat> they use it as leverage cause they know that people eat it up. Um, which is, you know, you're preying on stupidity and the, the gullibility of these people. But, um, you know, if, if it gets, uh, money in the, in the bank account and votes at the polls, I guess they'll do whatever they need to do. Um, all right, let me do the, uh. Fox article first. I don't know. Um, okay. By Ron Blitzer. Uh, Supreme Court gone decision shoots down New York rule that set high bar for concealed carry license. Um, Supreme Court Thursday today ruled six to three that New York's regulations that made it difficult to obtain a license to carry a concealed handgun were unconstitutionally restrictive and that it should be easier to obtain such a license. Uh, The existing standard required an applicant to show proper cost for seeking a license and allowed New York officials to exercise discretion in determining whether a person has shown a good enough need or reason for needing to carry a firearm, stating that one wished to protect themselves or their property was not enough. In this case, petitioners and respondents agree that ordinary law-abiding citizens have a similar right to carry handguns publicly for their self-defense. Uh, we too agree and now hold consistent with Heller and McDonald that the second and 14th amendments protect an individual's right to carry a handgun for self-defense outside the home. Justin's Claire's Thomas, whose wife is allegedly a piece of shit wrote in the court's opinion, referencing two previous gun cases quote, because of the state of New York issues, public carry licenses only when an applicant demonstrates a special need for self-defense. We include that the state's licensing regime violates the constitution. Uh, Thomas noted that the state statute does not define what proper cause means and that courts had ruled that the standard was met by people who showed a special need for self-protection. The special need standard is demanding, Thomas wrote, for example, living or working in an area noted for criminal activity does not suffice. Uh, Easy for you to say in your gated community. In 43 other states, Thomas noted authorities are required to issue licenses to applicants who meet certain requirements and officials do not have discretion to say no due to what they believe is an insufficient need. 
In a concurring opinion, Brett Kavanaugh noted that Thursday's ruling does not prohibit states from setting requirements to obtain a carry's license and that it addresses only the unusual discretionary licensing regimes. The case, um, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin, was the first major gun rights case before the Supreme Court in more than a decade. In the majority opinion, Thomas referenced 2010's McDonald versus City of Chicago and 2008's D.C. versus Heller in his reasoning for Thursday's ruling. Quote, uh, as we stated in Heller and repeated in McDonald, individual self-defense is the central component, component of the Second Amendment right. The justice cited. He also referenced how Heller made clear that restrictions on carrying guns in sensitive places is permissible and how New York is wrong for arguing that its law was merely doing just that. Uh, we do think respondents err in the attempt to characterize New York's proper cause requirement as a sensitive place law, Thomas wrote explaining that New York viewed sensitive places as anywhere where people typically congregate and where law enforcement and other public safety professionals are presumptively available. This definition, Thomas said, is too broad. Uh, Put simply, there is no historical basis for New York to effectively declare the island of Manhattan a sensitive place simply because it's crowded and protected generally by the New York City Police Department, which has its own problems. Anyways, he wrote... Uh, the conservative justice also looks at the plain language of the Second Amendment. Exactly. It's very plain. Uh, which protects the right to keep and bear arms. He described keeping and bearing as two separate things, noting that Heller defines bear as to wear, bear, or carry. This implies public carrying. I mean, it's nice how they have context to stuff when it's convenient to have context, but when you ever ask them to actually explain anything, um, they're like, well, we don't need to explain it. It's, it's in the constitution. It's, you know, word of God. Um, this implies public carrying Thomas said, because someone would not generally wear their gun in a holster at home, but would keep it somewhere. Uh, again, convenient to have a context when you want it to flow your way. The 63 page opinion also explored historical restrictions on carrying handguns that New York relied on. Thomas, Thomas explained why they do not justify a current restriction, noting how past regulations from centuries ago focused on dangerous and unusual weapons, while handguns today are relatively commonplace, especially in schools, grocery stores, etc. While the handgun may have been considered, uh, while may well, Jesus, while the handgun may have been considering dangerous and unusual during colonial times, typo. I didn't read that wrong. It's just a typo. No. Yeah, it is a typo. While the handgun may have been considering dangerous and unusual, while the handgun may have been considered dangerous and unusual during colonial times, the opinion said, in modern times it is quintessential self-defense weapon. Uh, the court's opinion also stated that the Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms should not be held to a lower standard than other constitutional rights. We know of no other constitutional right that an individual may exercise only after demonstrating a government officer some special need. That is not how the First Amendment works when it comes to unpopular speech or the free exercise of religion. Okay, sure. Uh, It is not how the Sixth Amendment works when it comes to a defendant's rights to confront the witnesses against him. And it's not how the Second Amendment works when it comes to public carry for self-defense, Thomas wrote. (coughs) wonder how much money he's getting for this. Justin Stephen Breyer... Justice Stephen Breyer wrote an impassioned dissenting opinion in which he referenced present-day fervor over gun violence as well as recent events. Joined by Justices Alina Kagan and Sonia Sotomayor, Breyer cited statistics including 45,222 Americans killed by firearms in the U.S. in 2020, 
the number of mass shootings that have already taken place in 2022, and how gun violence is now the leading cause of death for children and adolescents. So what they did was they made a reasonable argument, but it didn't uh, follow their faded, dingy, 200-year-old document written by people who uh, wore powdered wigs and uh, tights everywhere. Anyways, uh, many states have tried to address some of the dangers of gun violence just described by passing laws that limit in various ways who may purchase, carry, or use firearms of different kinds, Breyer wrote. The court today severely burdens states' efforts to do so. Uh, Justice Samuel Alito, in a concurring opinion, took issue with Breyer's references to recent shootings. Quote, does the dissent think that laws like New York's prevent or deter such atrocities? Will a person bent on carrying out a mass shooting be stopped if he knows that it's illegal to carry a handgun outside the home, Alito asked. And how does the dissent account for the fact that one of the mass shootings near the top of its list took place in Buffalo? The New York law at issue in this case obviously did not stop that perpetrator. So instead of one person shooting a gun, what they're saying we need is multiple people shooting at each other um, you know, causing more collateral damage and, you know, murdering bystanders, um, you know, because someone wants to pretend that they're the punisher, um, which we already know is a mindset that's kind of installed in some people's heads. You see the bumper stickers and the t-shirts and all that shit. Um, people that can't run a mile in under 10 minutes think that they can stop a crime from happening. Breyer recognized legitimate purposes for guns, such as sports, self-defense, or types of employment like security guards, but he said it's the responsibility of elected officials to balance these laws, these lawful uses against the dangers of firearms when crafting legislation. Uh, that consideration counsels modesty and restraint on the part of the judges when they interpret and apply the Second Amendment, he said. So I think it's pretty... Uh, fair to assume that obviously just like the politicians in the Senate, Congress, whatever, um, that some of the Supreme Court justices are also bought to some degree. Um, we know that there's, you know, uh, Clarence Thomas and his wife are part of the January 6th investi investigation. Um, you know, she allegedly had some hand in it. Um, she looks like a piece of shit. Uh, and based on the stuff that I've read, um, that assumption may very well be true. Um, and then the other ones, you know, Kavanaugh has got all the, the, the sexual harassment, um, you know, claims against him, And it just seems very convenient that this stuff all gets swept under the rug. And these people are just able to make decisions for us simply because, you know, at some point we had a Republican president and he appointed all these <coughs> charming people. Um, again, old people that, you know, no offense, but they just shouldn't have an opinion that affects the whole country. Um, Supreme Court strikes down New York gun law restricting concealed carry in major Second Amendment case from Dan Mangan and Kevin Bruninger. Um, this is from CNBC. So key points. Supreme Court struck down a New York state law requiring applicants for a license to carry a gun outside the home. Uh, to have proper cause to do so. The court said the law violated the Second Amendment. The ruling is a majority victory for gun rights advocates and Jesus freaks who had challenged New York's restrictive law, which makes it a crime to concealed firearm without a license. Top Democrats in New York condemned the decision and warned it will imperil public safety. Yeah, because you got a bunch of people that think they're superheroes that are going to be walking around with guns and constantly looking for crime, um, profiling, what have you. It's not reasonable people that are excited for this. It's just people that, um, you know, it's funny because 
if you say I can do X because the constitution says so, um, I mean, obviously context doesn't matter unless it's convenient. So with that sort of, uh, muddled logic, um, you know, you, you can really get away with quite a bit. Um, the, the same way with free speech where people think that they can, um, you know, be in the clan and tell people that they should die and that they should kill themselves and that they should do this or this should happen to them or they should post their address on the internet or post photos of their children because, oh, it's free speech. I can do whatever I want. Well, that's not entirely true. Um, it seems like the, the constitution is a very easy way for the unintelligent people to try and make an argument based on virtually nothing. Um, you know, and it's funny too, because when you have something like, um, like when the BLM protests were happening, uh, two summers ago, uh, there was a lot of mention of people talking about slavery and making those comparisons. And I remember a lot of white folks on the internet saying, well, this, you know, slavery happened hundreds of years ago. You know, why don't you just get over it and move on? Well, I could say the same thing about the Constitution. It was written hundreds of years ago. So why don't we revisit it and change things up and then move on? You know, it's the context of the situation. Um, did that sound right? I think that sounded right. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's, you know, you need to do this, but even though the argument that I'm making for you applies to your situation in my mind, if you made the same argument to me that contextually and technically is the same thing, um, that just doesn't work because the constitution is, uh, you know, special. And even though it's full of amendments, which are things that can be changed, which is why they're called amendments. Um, uh, apparently none of them can ever be amended. (sighs) Absolutely silly. Uh, remember when Biden like was not under fire, but people were pissed off that he said something about like Neanderthal thinking. This is kind of what we're talking about here. Uh, the six to three ruling in the case is a major victory for gun right advocates who had challenged New York's restrictive law, which makes it a crime to carry a concealed firearm without a license. It also represents the Supreme Court's biggest expansion of gun rights in more than a decade and cast doubt on laws in eight other states in the District of Columbia that restricted concealed carry permits in ways similar to New York. Uh, Supreme Court's six conservative justices voted to invalidate the law, which has been in existence since 1911. Justice Clarence Thomas wrote the majority opinion in the case known as New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. The court's three liberals voted to uphold the law. Justice Stephen Breyer wrote a dissent to the ruling. Um, In his majority opinion, Thomas wrote that the New York's law violated the Constitution's 14th Amendment, which says citizens have a right to equal protection under the law because it prevents law-abiding citizens with ordinary self-defense needs from exercising their right to keep and bear arms as authorized by the Second Amendment. The ruling comes weeks after mass shootings at a Buffalo, New York grocery store and another in Uvalde, Texas elementary school reignited a national debate about U.S. gun laws. Because this is the only country that this happens in. Um, It's such a massive, almost daily scale. Um, And then people want to argue about, oh, well, it's not technically a mass shooting because only this amount of people died. 
Um, it's it's a reckless way to talk. Uh, it's a stupid way to think. Uh, it's a shit argument. And, you know, it's very easy for people to say all these things until they're the ones that have to pick up the phone and ask if, you know, they can come identify a child that got shot at their uh, school that their kids go to. Um, you know, none of this is a big deal to people, uh, to unintelligent people until it happens to them and then reality sets in and they realize that this isn't just some, you know, political push and pull where, you know, they think that they're just pawns being shuffled around on a board. Um, Biden said he was deeply disappointed in the ruling, which he argued contradicts both common sense and the Constitution and should deeply trouble us all. Yeah. Uh, Citing the horrific attacks in Buffalo and Uvalde, Biden urged states to pass common sense gun regulation and make their citizens and communities safer from gun violence. Uh, New York Governor Kathy Hochul said this decision isn't just reckless, it's reprehensible. Hochul said that because the federal government will not have sweeping laws to protect us, our states and governors have a moral responsibility to do what we can and have laws that protect our citizens because of what is going on, Uh, the insanity of the gun culture that has possessed everyone all the way up to the Supreme Court. Uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams finally said something rational. He said this decision has made every single one of us less safe from gun violence. Um, yeah. So there's that one. There's some more stuff, but it's basically the same shit that I just read. Um, states with strict gun permitting laws consider next step. This is from AP Associated Press. Uh, let me just skim this with my eyes really quick to see if it has anything. Uh, Kathy Hochul said, we do not need people entering our subways, restaurants, and movie theaters with concealed weapons. We don't need more guns on our streets. Um, I mean, you got to give them credit though for being as unintelligent as a lot of them are. Uh, you, you got to give them credit for at least understanding that there was a law in place that made it so they couldn't go out with their weapons. Um, and it was just a fear of losing them. There's this weird thing where people are like, you know, um, you know, Jesus keeps me safe, but then at the same time, it's like, I'm not safe and free unless I can own a gun. It's really weird. It's like pick one. Cause I think you're kind of making two arguments. I don't think that Jesus was handing out firearms to his disciples. <coughs> he could have been, um, you know, there wasn't cameras back then. Not that any of it happened anyways, but uh, New York and a half a dozen other states with similar laws now must decide their next steps. As with New York, California, Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and Rhode Island, uh, all have legislatures controlled by Democrats who could propose measures to ensure that guns will not be allowed in certain places. Gun rights groups in those states have vowed to continue pushing back against what they view as restrictive gun control law. Some of those cases eventually could make their way to the nation's high court, which is worth next to nothing. A rundown of the similar laws in the other states, reaction to the Supreme Court ruling, and what could happen next. Um, and then it just talks about some of the things that these states have said today. This literally all happened today. This is really kind of interesting that there's so much um, to read about this. Um, Let's see. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I really don't. Um, don't know what else to really say about this. Uh, might as well just scroll through Twitter and see what 
all the think tanks have to say. Um, oh, Matt Gates and Mo Brooks just requested pardons from Trump. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Not just. Um, this is from Brian Tyler Cohen. January 6th committee just revealed Matt Gates, Mo Brooks, Andy Biggs, Scott Perry, Louis Gomer, and Marjorie Taylor Greene asked the White House for pardons. Jim Jordan also required about a pardon. Gates asked for a pardon for any and all things. Which, I mean, you know, they clearly have nothing to hide, right? Right, right. Um, anyways, come back to the, the trending here. Um, oh, man, what's the dog doing? Yeah, so basically they're all guilty. Um, yeah, let me just click on this. See what folks got to say. Um, gun rights advocates celebrated illegal victory today. Meanwhile, gun reform advocates are on the verge of celebrating their own legislative victory. Okay. Um, New York braces for more guns after a landmark Supreme Court ruling. What does Supreme Court ruling on guns mean for New York City? Uh, I mean, there's just so much going on at once. You got the the Roe v. Wade discussion. Um, you got the free speech discussion ever since Elon Musk said that he was buying Twitter because he was worried about free speech or whatever it is that he said about free speech that got <clears throat> all these uh, degenerate thinkers back on the platform. Um, like anyone even noticed or given a fuck that they left in the first place. Um, uh, yeah. And now this, um, I mean, there's like an endless th number of things that can be said um, it's just the question of, you know, what's appropriate, what'll be taken the wrong way, what'll get you in trouble. Um, I just think that it's fucking ridiculous. Um, the people making the decisions, the people supporting the decisions, um, it's just, I mean, it, in any other timeline, none of this would be happening. Um, yeah, I, I just don't get it. But yeah, God-given American gun rights. Uh, someone must have talked to him, you know? That's the only thing I could think of because this makes... What was that? Because other than that, this just makes no sense to me um, as to why this all kind of happens at once. And it's weird, too, because like we have... Uh, Republican minority everywhere except for the Supreme Court and it just seems like everything is going in their favor um, and normally I don't really think that'd be a bad thing but it's the fact that like they're so distant from reality um, that you know this lady tweeted it'll always be odd to me to interpret a legal doc from the 1700s as fixed and not up for question thank you also really weird to argue that healthcare is not a right, but carrying a gun is. And they also say it's a natural right. If you really want to talk about what's natural, I mean, saying something's a natural right could be, it's the same discussion as if, you know, human beings have free will or not. Um, 
it's one of those types of arguments that you can just talk about forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and you'll never get anywhere. Is it a natural right because it's something that we're innately able to do? Or is it a natural right because they give it to you as a right because you simply exist? Um, if the latter is the case, then I think that's wrong because I don't think that everyone should have these types of rights simply because they're inhaling and exhaling. Um, I don't think that everyone should be able to have a gun. I don't think that everyone should be able to post their opinions on the internet because the majority of people that really, really care about being able to do that can't really think about things well. Like they, they don't think about things. They just post stuff and they're like, oh yeah, that's good. I like that. Um, you know, and then they get suspended and then, oh, it's a free speech thing. Well, no, it's not. Um, uh, let's see, let's see. This guy says that the uh, Constitution is a contract and you don't ignore the terms of a contract. You can renegotiate them, which is what the amendment process is, but you can't just ignore them because you don't like them. That's true. We should be able to amend things and add more context to them. They make a fucking 63-page argument for one single ruling on an amendment. So why can't they make 63 pages of shit to add context to an amendment. It makes no sense. There's so much going on in the world that there's absolutely zero reason why they can't sit down with the time that they have left on this earth and add some context to all of these amendments. Obviously, the, the broad ones, not the obvious ones, but the broad ones. What did Ben Shapiro say? Uh, Pierce Morgan, who's usually wrong about most things, said America's response to its recent mass shooting is to make it even easier for Americans to use guns. The Second Amendment's now being interpreted as a right to bear arms as part of an unregulated civilian militia. Remember when we had to wear masks everywhere and, uh, you know, there'd be like that one person that wasn't wearing one. You'd be like, oh, that's kind of weird. It's the same thing as I was saying earlier, where if I see one person at the grocery store with a gun, I'm like, Obviously, I don't want to be near this person because they're going to start shooting people because they shouldn't have a gun at the grocery store. But now it's going to be a thing of, okay, I'm in this crowd of people that has guns and I need to constantly be looking to see, like, is anyone reaching for it? Is anyone pulling it out? Is anyone walking around with it in their hand? Because now, you know, just like with the masks where everyone has one, you can't read intent. Everyone's got a gun. Who am I supposed to keep an eye on? This is how people start profiling. This is how... If bias comes into play. This is how stereotyping comes into play. Because we obviously know America's fucked up and super racist. So if you see an old white man in a John Deere hat carrying a gun around on his belt, a lot of people are going to look at that differently than they're going to look at a middle-aged black man who has a, a gun on his belt in the same exact way. Because that is what America's best at, is being the worst at most things. Uh, okay, so that was Pierce Morgan's tweet. Ben says, that's not a response to mass shootings. It's called reading the Constitution. We don't interpret the Constitution in response to current events, or if we do, we're doing it totally wrong. Uh, I mean, yeah, Ben, you just said it. We're doing it totally wrong. We should be adding context to these amendments. Um, and, you know, Ben brings up religion when he debates people, so does anything he says really matter? Um New York's Attorney General currently reviewing the decision from Supreme Court on New York's ability to regulate who can carry firearms in public. 
but we will continue to do everything in our power to protect New Yorkers from gun violence and prefer preserve our state's common sense gun laws. Yeah. And then under that, I reposted a video of a OAN news anchor who was saying that uh, globalists were tracking her in her apartment uh, because she had a Google Nest thermostat that um, would uh, adjust its settings when it realized that she wasn't in the house. Um, it's just so, so incredible, the, the people that we put on a pedestal. Um, <sighs> yeah, I mean, that's all I really got. Um, mm, yeah, that's it. Um, I deleted my website just because I wasn't getting the use out of it that I wanted to. Um, I posted something on Medium. Oh, fuck it. I might as well read that too. I got nothing better to do tonight. Oh, man. What a fucking whirlwind of a, of a, a timeline that we're in here. Wait a minute. Does it not let me into my... Oh, no. Here we go. Uh, okay. Yeah, so this was... Uh, I was on vacation when I wrote this. Um, and... Uh, it was, I believe I wrote it after um, the shooting in Uvalde. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember writing this. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I deleted that because I just wasn't getting the use out of it. It was costing me like 160 a year, um, and that just seemed absolutely ridiculous to spend money like that to uh not really um use it to its full potential so i'm just gonna post on social media more um but i like medium because then you can just write and i i have trouble like i don't i i kind of have trouble with being like linear with my thought process just because i'm always like just there's stuff just kind of always invading while I'm focused on one thing something else creeps up um so uh I could just kind of let it sit there and not have to worry about like how quickly um you know I I say something um but yeah so this is from May 28th uh I don't and, you know, again, this was after the, the shooting in Uvalde um, and, and Buffalo. Uh, I don't enjoy that we create simplistic slogans to push for changes that should have been made long ago. The only argument that people can attempt to make is that the Constitution says that we can have guns. The joke is that people think they can actually do anything of worth with one. Uh, go ahead, go fight the military, and over the next few seconds you'll find out if your God is real or just a sham of an idea that you've lived under your whole life. The last revolution was fought by farmers, but that's when the war was on the ground and only on the ground. Uh, nor do I support the reason that the reasons that today's simple-minded and uneducated choose to wage war on their own country. These people think that they can go off and fight the military if they, quote, try to take our guns, but are greatly confused in the perception of who they are. 
We don't want to expose children to anything that's even slightly adjacent from the heterosexual palette because that's all grooming, quote-unquote. But sure, give them a handgun and pose them for the family Christmas card because that's an American value. What a foolish way to behave. We should be embarrassed by some of the politicians that we have representing us. These are people that wouldn't dare help a disabled person cross a busy street or do anything to actually help their community unless there's a direct benefit to them. It's all a show. They run for office to get corporate money, influence, and power. Then they tell us the other side's populated by evil in order to distract from their own evils. People not worth the money their degree was printed on. The American dream is true because it is just that, a dream. It occurs only in the mind. It's been a few hundred years now, and we understand that the tired, the poor, and the huddled masses is a guise of words that only applies to certain visitors. America's the greatest case study in advertising because we had tricked the whole world that we were the greatest in the world, the greatest country in the world. That is until you enter a school, a mosque, a synagogue, or any other public realm that's distant from the constant entertaining of the Christian God, at least the way fringe conservative feel. Conservative politics only gets upset about mass shootings when it takes place in a Christian church because it allows them to conveniently spin it as an attack on Christians and American values. I'm curious as to when pedophilia and child abuse were adopted adopted as acceptable in the assembly of Christian values. Possibly another reason why they're pro-birth. More children saved by the marginal word of God only to get dragged to church to get fondled by a priest that hasn't been found out yet. Anyways, we should be continued to believe... We should not be conditioned to believe that mass shootings are as typical as sporting events. I understand why conservative politics wants us to procreate so much for something to point a gun at. We're all just taxpayers that are treated as useful when our fears can be leveraged for political benefit. What's another dead body to politicize so another ineffectual politician can gain from the organizations that keep them overindulged? Pieces on a chessboard, nothing more. They'll argue that the political left is pro-death because we believe in women's right to choose, the same women who have to weigh whether or not they want to have children, as each day it appears more likely that they'll die in a classroom due to the ineffective tendencies of our politicians. I need to be honest, I don't mind guns, but like a driver's license, a social media presence, or a voice in politics, I don't think everyone should have one. This is what democracy gets wrong, is that everyone has rights simply because they exist. The police officers that refuse to immediately enter the Uvalde school as parents beg them to go in are cowards and pigs. People are trying to justify it online, saying that they were following protocols and trainings, and I say there's no excuse. Being a police officer is just another job, and like every other workplace, there are people who don't do their jobs. Fire them and put them all out on the street. Find them, sue them, embarrass them so everyone knows who allowed the slaughter to continue. I'll never understand why we put police officers on a pedestal when there's only a fraction of them that do their jobs. You can blame the issues we have on mental health in part, and rightfully so, because it's true. But what people fail to realize is all the factors that play into any one individual's mental health. So so is the issue the mental health, or do we look at the factors that created the mental health issue? And if so, what are the issues? They're not video games, social media, or godlessness. It's not an absence of a father or bullying. These are all individual symptoms, but politicians package their concerns in absolutist ways. They'll claim that if you're gay, you'll go straight to hell, or if you play video games, you'll be socially awkward or a mass murderer. These are people projecting their own personal shortcomings and irrational fears onto their constituents. Like when a mother mirrors a cheer routine to her daughter who's disinterested and has her mind elsewhere. Preaching to the choir doesn't work if the choir longs for a different lifestyle. Contempt manifests and explodes into chaos. 
It's American to be concerned at a grocery store, school, or public gathering place. At any moment, you could start hearing gunshots. As conservative politicians rant about the left psychologically damaging the youth, they want to create an environment where freedom simply means having your life constantly be on the line. The Constitution, the Bible, both ancient documents that obviously need to be revisited. The problem with that is we have so many cancers making the decisions that it would make all the hell more tangible. Um, so kind of a little dark thing that I wrote there. Um, but I, I was just thinking about all the stuff that had happened and um, I was actually on vacation um, when this, uh, when the shooting in Uvalde happened. Um, and I, I, I was with some folks that I couldn't, you know, that I didn't feel like I could talk about this situation with. Um, so I just kind of sat on my computer for like a day and a half and just kind of thought about, um, you know, what's, what's the deal. And this wasn't my, you know, this wasn't a hundred percent of my reaction to the situation. It was more 50% reaction to the situation. And then the other 50% was a reaction to what other people were claiming the situation was, you know, a a result of, uh, you know, we, we, we want to have the problems. Um, we want to create the problems. We just don't want to come up with a really solid way of dealing with them, um, which is a shame because as it appears, you know, to be a fairly consistent um, result, the people that suffer the most are uh, women, people of color, children. Um, and it's, it's a shame because then you have all the, the people at the top that are um, pretending to solve the problem by simply just placing blame on uh, someone else. Um, but yeah, uh, with all that said, um, you know, it's, it's a Thursday. Uh, this is all happening very quickly. Um, I'm, I'm more than positive that everything's going to get much worse um, so, you know, throw your seatbelt on when you drive, um, and, uh, yeah, follow the speed limit. Cause that's probably the fucking next thing to go. Anyways, I'll talk to you soon.